so like deceiving because you know you see this you see these guys kids out there that don't even have don't even have visors on their helmets for christ's sake <laughs> i mean like total squids and i'm like look at this kid like they let him out here and next thing i know like, yeah i agree dude i like, agree with this 100 percent. it hurts your feelings Episode 47, Tank Slapping Podcast. Back at it, Florida edition. Well, for me anyway, my co-host, got a special co-host for tonight. He is still in Pennsylvania. The man himself, he's been on it a lot as a guest, but he's going to help me co-host tonight. Uh, Noah freaking Chambers, man. What's up? Dude, what's going on? Pumped to be on the show. Um, <sighs> yeah, about this guy. snowing there, dude, or what? What's that? No one there or oh what? Oh my god, dude! I'm there's like a foot of snow on the ground already, and I think they're not supposed to stop snowing until Tuesday, and it's Sunday right now. So, yeah, <laughs> not good. Uh, yeah, you're not a snow fan, right? I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, the last time we had you on, bro, last episode, you were a little tuned up, man. I think we used every F word we have available for this show in one episode. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're gonna that's that's what, what you're gonna get on a Friday night, me hanging out with the boys around home. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna lie and act like it ain't gonna happen because you know we're out having a good time. I, I'll be honest with you, when when you guys first called me, dude. I didn't even realize what was going on until like a couple minutes into it. I'm like, holy, I'm like, wait, this is, this is the podcast. Like I, I thought it was just like a call. You guys are just, <laughs> and I didn't realize I was talking to you and Sammy. I thought I legitimately thought it was Carter that called me. It was all screwed up. <laughs> uh, but, Dude, it was an epic interview. We had the bleep. I don't know if you listened to it, but we had the bleep out uh about 80 f words um we're cool with saying fuck once or twice but it was it was an it was a, a war f bombs thrown everywhere it was well i'm pretty it was sure epic, it was man. like uh, i was like getting into it with a guy that i was beating in pool and like it yeah it was <laughs> wasn't ideal i'm literally i'm sitting at a bar when i got this call so it's like <laughs> it was not ideal condition it is what it is um before we get any farther, I want to make sure I thank a sponsor, thank the sponsors that make the show happen. Bell Power Sports, check out bellhelmets.com to view their full line of products. Quality and safety is unmatched. If you start tank slapping, you want to be protected by Bell. Shout out to Mo- Moto America. They support our podcast. We love their series. Check them out, motoamerica.com. Give them a follow on their social media channels and subscribe to their live plus package to check out all the action. Um, so many great riders in that series and a lot of them are flat trackers and most of our listeners are flat track fans. So yeah, check them out and give them some support. JE Pistons, a new sponsor to our show. They lead the industry in the manufacture of quality forged pistons for the domestic, automotive, sport compact, power sports, and racing markets. Check them out on social media at JE Pistons. And as always, we want to thank Jerry Stinchfield, Roof Systems of Dallas, Texas, commercial industrial roofing company. With nearly 40 years of experience, check them out, commercialroofsystems.net. Big Chambers, we got we got a, a guest on tonight, and he's he's quite the character, man. It's it's Brandon Posh. Yeah, yeah, me and Posh. Uh, I think what first time I met him was twenty 
19, I think, and uh, down in Florida. Got to know him pretty good uh, since then, and I'm uh, looking forward to catching up with him, chatting with him a bit tonight. Yeah, man, he's he's quite the character. He's big on social media. He He's freaking young, dude. I, I forget how young he is, but I think he's still – I don't know if I'm allowed to drop the age bomb because I don't know if he's trying to get in the bars or anything, but I think he's just 20. So yeah, I think he's, um, I think he's young, young. Yeah. And he's got two championships already. One in Moto America, one in British, the British Superbike series, which is over in England. It's um, very, very successful road racer already um, has done some flat track rides, moto races in the woods. We'll have to talk, talk about our woods race we just did um, a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have him on. He's like my little brother. I've been helping him for years, dude. And uh, it should be a good show. Yeah, man, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's get him on. We're, we're doing a new system here, right? I'm a new way of recording. So hopefully you guys can bear with me and we can get this sorted out. But uh, let's bring uh, Brandon Posh on the show and chat with him. Call him up. Give him a ring. All right, we got Brandon Posh on the show. C-Tex, Chambers, man. What the hell are you up to? I uh, just got down here to Florida. I'm chilling in Orlando right now with uh, my homies, Casey and Maz. We just uh, drove down from Jersey, going to ride a little bit out here and hang out, train, and then come uh, train with you for a little bit after I'm, I'm done over here. Yeah, man. So a little bit of a warm up. You're going to ride Supermoto, things like that. I was telling everybody uh, before you came on the show, I've, I've fucking been working with you since you were like 10 years old, man. You were actually, um, I was actually your guardian for high school. Like you did <laughs> online schooling and I was like your guardian to make sure you, you like your teachers would call me when you wouldn't do your schoolwork. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> so. of funny, dude. I've known you for way too long. <laughs> yeah well we wanted to talk about i got no noah's gonna go uh he's co-hosting with me and we talked about it briefly right before you came on the show but we all did a hair scramble race man in november uh Noah, what was talk about your hair scramble experience chambers when we did that man i've been doing a lot of off-road stuff like trying to the past like few months Uh, i've been riding a lot of trails recently and stuff so I, i enjoyed it i thought it was good i mean I don't know. I mean, I was in the front row, so I didn't really have to deal with. Oh, I shouldn't say that because I crashed on the first lap, so I did have to deal with people. But um, I don't know. It was cool, man. I mean, it wasn't really like a hair sample, though. It was more of like a, you know, what was it? Only 30, 30 minutes or 40 minutes? It was like kind of short. Yeah, it was but, short. And it was like moto, like you rode, you rode the whole moto track and then it went into the woods. So it was kind of like a GP kind of style little thing, like, um, but it was sick. I thought I don't know. It wasn't wasn't too muddy or nothing like that. So that was cool. I know I can remember passing yeah. you in the woods, Corey. I don't know why you let that happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was pretty sick, huh? I, I mean, I beat Corey by like two or three minutes, so that was pretty cool. I had a good time. Jury's out on that, man. I don't. I don't believe in the transponder thing. I, God, I just, I don't God know. doesn't believe lap times. <laughs> nah, I don't believe the. I mean, like I like I told you afterwards, man. To beat me in the woods, that's not saying much because I am awful in the woods. I'm a tree magnet, but yeah, it was fun, dude. We had a good time, except for the fact that there was like a zillion people there and couldn't find anywhere to park. Oh, he was so just, stressed out. It was great. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm I was stressed. Pretty out. sure I thought Posh 
trying to like drag his knee through like one of the one of the corners on the moto track. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing, dude? Nah, dude, that he was probably just me quarter. crashing. Yeah, I crashed in the second corner off the start. That right oh, hander. That's probably what I was. That's probably all. Then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon, I was talking before you came on. A lot of our guests might not know who you are, but. You started racing like mini GP stuff. Let's kind of start at the beginning. You started mini GP racing. Um, and then what was it, man? Just like a hobby. Like how'd you get into racing in general? Oh, uh, I started riding like moto, like dirt bikes when I was like two or th- two and a half, three years old on like a little Honda 50 and stuff. And then started racing at English town. And then somebody kind of just mentioned to us, we should try the mini GP stuff. And, um, I, I like did one day and I just was way better at it already than moto. So I was like, yeah, this is cool. Cause I'm good at it. And, uh, yeah, I just stuck with it and it was just kind of fun for a while. And then I wound up going to Europe and I was like, okay, this is kind of serious. And then came back from that and won a moto America championship and then got a, a couple decent offers like to race in the super sport class and then went back to Europe and been all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I can, uh, I think when I first met you, Brandon, I think you were getting ready to head over to race BSB, I think. And, uh, I mean, obviously you won that year, right? You won won a title. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, whenever when I met you, it was like 2019, like March. And then I went over and my second year in the British Superbikes Championship and the Moto3 class, I wound up winning the championship. So that was pretty cool. I can remember uh, when I American uh, ever. I can't remember when I met you, dude. Like, I didn't see you ride at all. You pulled up in like the old Dodge pickup, and you had probably the ugliest looking dirt bike. You had like all yellow plastics with the it was a Yamaha, but it was yellow. But then you had the like the massive tank, and we went straight to pack. Yeah. And within like yeah. 15 minutes, I'm pretty sure you like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you crashed myself really hard. Yeah. 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 Nah, that was uh that was something that was yeah and i can remember Corey <laughs> you crash a lot bro <laughs> yeah but just on like practice days and stuff you know i i try to like save that for uh for practice days mostly moto or flat track or super moto well Pretty much my brand new my my brand new motocross bike I, I let you ride it a couple months ago um you come back you you give it to me whatever i, I think i loaded it up i get back home I'm unloading it. I look at the right side of the bike. This is literally brand new. The plastics were just destroyed on the right side of the bike. I'm like, what the hell happened here? I'm like, oh, well, Posh wrote it. That gives me my answer right away. So I called you. I'm like, hey, did you crash this thing? You're like, yeah, actually, I did pretty hard, too. I'm yeah. Like, oh, cool, man. I forgot. And you, you were in a rush leaving. I forgot to tell you. But I did. I, it's not a good thing. But my buddy Casey got a brand new 2020 Cowie within five minutes he was like yeah here just try it in this field and i blew out this berm and just cracked his plastics and the first 10 minutes he owned it it's pretty great perfect <laughs> so if you have a new bike don't let this idiot ride your equipment um brings it back trash but now nah, dude let's um so you kind of move through your career in like a like an elevator pitch there but let's talk about um <laughs> let's talk about kind of what it's like transitioning from like an amateur road racer to the pro pro level um for those that are listening, man, it's road racing is a different animal. And we're pretty fucking honest on this show. We, we talk about the logistics and things like that. And, you know, in road racing, it seems like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you either get paid 
or you pay yeah. to ride. It's, it's a, it's a tough thing, man. A lot of people, a lot of fans don't know how that works and whatever you're comfortable with telling, man, um, how's that all work when you, when you turn pro, like what's it like trying to get rides and, and things like that? Yeah. It's, um, road racing is kind of, it's a lot different than flat track. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're like for us, um, you, you stay amateur for a while until you're 16. I don't know if it's the same flat track pro, but you, uh, 16, you can turn pro and, um, either you go to like the small class, like the KTM junior cup class. Um, and there it's pretty much all privateer teams. Like it's all your mom and dad kind of does everything, I guess, pretty similar to like the singles class flat track or like not even really kind of a little bit below that. And, um, it's kind of like everybody just brings their own bike and their own little crew and you kind of do it yourself. And then you, you, you're supposed to go from there to either super sport or, uh, the twins class in, in Moto America. And really there's only a handful of rides in the super sport class that are even available. And some of them you have to pay for others. You, you can either get a free ride or, or make bonus money on, on the weekends. But, um, yeah, it's tough to get paid road racing right now. Uh, just, the whole i don't know it's just not a uh, not easy to make money so brandon do you um can you how many so like moto america for example how many different professional classes are there like i get aft's got you know singles they got production twins and super twins you know outdoor motocross it's 250 450 um what's what's like the class breakdown for uh like so let's just say moto america I'm sure it's different. Yeah. So different just, uh, yeah, it's different, different, pretty much every country. Um, like the national championships, like Moto America, British Superbikes, uh, Australian Superbikes, just basically the, the like national series from each country generally have similar classes to what we have here. Um, we have the junior cup class, which is like 400s and like the 390 KTMs and stuff like that like the lightweight bikes. And then you have the twins cup class, which is new. They just added that like two years ago. And that's like the, like SV six fifties and stuff like that. Um, just the, the twins, it's all twins. And then, um, super sport, which is the 600 CC kind of like open class, more or less like, uh, it's the only 600 CC class. So we call that the middleweight championship. Um, that's pretty much where you go after the junior cup if you're trying to step up the superbike. So it's like the the in between from being like a, a little kid on like in motocross it would probably be like a 125 to like 250 class or 450 class and then uh yeah so it's like the stepping stone up and then we have superbike which is the the open big bikes 1000s and stock thousands. So yeah, it's pretty uh yeah. pretty broad. <laughs> No, that's cool though. It gives you guys a lot of options really. And I actually, I probably follow the support classes almost in every series than I do the main class, which is kind of crazy, but I really like, I like the junior cup and Moto America and the twins cup and the bagger class, man. And, and even, even overseas in the British championship, like the stock 1000 class and yep. you know, the three, the 300 class. Like I really like watching those classes because it seems like the premier classes you know, there's only one or two winners. Uh, well, there's more than one or two, but you know, you know, who's going to run up front and win right. For those other classes. They're, they're um, less predictable. And I kind of dig that where other riders get a chance to shine. But with that being said, what's the, um, you know, America is really kicking ass right now. Um, they've taken a lot of strides in the past five years. 
with um, the talent level overseas. You know, you've you've had some success in BSB, Gerloff, Joe Roberts, Cambobier. Um, I'm probably missing a couple kids, but, but yeah, but the, the talent level is really stepping, you know, it's, it's getting better. And what do you attribute that to, man? Like, why are the, why was there a drought and what can American young riders like, you know, that want to race overseas, how do they get to that level and be successful? Um, Not just here, but over there as well. Yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons on why we're actually like pretty good. Um, but I think that like the main reason reason of why it's it seems like we're quote coming back is because there hasn't really been anybody over there the past like six six years seven years eight years something like that there, there hasn't really been any american routers there and i think that's more more or less the uh lack of funding for racing motorcycles in america um i mean just uh travel alone is really expensive for us like just going all around america and then also going to europe is really expensive so that's probably a main, a main factor on why we haven't really had anybody uh, in Europe the past few years. Um, now, like you said, Joe Roberts is riding really well. Um, Gerloff did an insane year this year in World Superbike. So I think it's starting to prove to the, the Euros and, and stuff like that, that we actually do have some talent. <laughs> so maybe that'll start to open up more opportunities for uh, other young riders here in America, which would be really nice. Yeah, man, these, uh, these, these colors don't run, you know, you got to let these foreigners know what's up. You know, I, I can, I can respect that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to let them know. You know what I mean? Look, can't roll with the big dog, stay on the porch. So, um, <laughs> Hey, so you got any, um, got any rivals out there? Like when you're, when you're racing, um, is there anyone that you just like, you're constantly either uh, bad on out with or, or if you just absolutely hate, hate racing them. Cause I know those people I hate racing against. Yeah, I mean, this year I had a lot of, like, tough competition. Well, not really a lot. I had Sean Kelly and Richie Escalante out there uh, giving me a hard time every weekend. Um, the the one that I kind of have a bit of a rivalry with, if you can consider it that, is uh, probably Sean. I mean, we both, like, it's it's like a head-to-head kind of thing. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's that's something. And then uh, me and Richie are, are, like, we're friends off the track, but racing him is – always difficult because he's always fast and he's always like loose as shit like back wheel always sideways over the white line on the edge of the track it's like he's inches away from like launching himself every corner so he's kind of scary to ride with to be honest but yeah more more, uh on the rivalry side i think that's probably sean's job (laughs) yeah so talk about your plans for this year man like i know you've mentioned it on social media and things like that but what exactly are you doing and how did you know your off season lead to this decision um i mean you're going to back to british super the british superbike series but what led to that decision yeah uh so i just actually signed with the ptr triumph uh dynavolt team in british supersport so i'll be racing at all the british superbike championship races this year but uh in the supersport class on the factory triumph team powered by dynavolt and uh yeah it should be a good year for me teammates with kyle smith who's coming back from world super sport the team's coming back from world super sport to bsb um new bike to the series i'm new to the series we're all kind of everything's new so it should be a good year of learning and i mean that, that was kind of like the obvious decision for me after this season um i mean everybody over here was waiting for that yamaha Superbike ride so um i mean that's like everybody everybody wanted that that was like the holy grail and obviously there was only one or two seats available. So, um, everybody was kind of just 
looking around and looking around and this just seemed like the most logical option for me. Um, there's not really too many teams that were uh, not, not interested, but um, there, there just wasn't funding wasn't in the right places for me to, uh, to stay here in America and stuff like that. So um, I decided to make the jump back to Europe and I'm not, not upset about it. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's pretty cool, dude. I mean, I'm sure going over to, I would, love to go overseas and raise something it just seems like um a really cool experience to be able to you know go over there and mix it up with guys that you wouldn't necessarily race over here in uh in the state so that's pretty cool um i'm pretty pumped for you on that hey um how was uh how was how was the winter throwdown dude i mean i i, I didn't i didn't make it down there unfortunately but uh I'll tell you, last year, I mean, I got whooped up on. I just, I'm, you know, how, how was it for you? Them, them young boys, man, they, oof. Yeah, dude, I got, I got waxed by a couple 14-year-olds, but the funny thing is, like, I was waiting to, to actually beat you, and somebody gave me a phone call while I was down there and said that you were just too scared to show up. So uh, oh, I, I just hung out down there with Corey and just uh, did my best, but I, I really wanted to beat you, so and you, you didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just. I didn't want to come down there and, and upset everyone. You know, I, I just knew that if I, if I showed up and beat, you know, two-time champ, be posh that, you know, who's this, who's this guy Chambers blowing up in his clapped out van. You know, I just figured, you know, I let, I let, let the, just save me the embarrassment. Let, yeah. I let the, you know, the light, the spotlight yeah, shine that. on you, you know, yeah, but I will say Noah there. that you, you made the main last year. You, you made the, you, you made the main. No, that's <laughs> not fair. Corey put me in all the hardest heats and, and Ever. like, uh, I don't even know the last chance qualifier. Corey had me in all Bro, the I, hardest ones. Well, they're randomized. That's just, that's random. Hey, it's make not... it different random next time. Wait, <laughs> that, that how was hilarious. Up in Dude, I, uh, cause Corey, I'm just going to say, I won, like the, I won the best 14 year olds. He did. I, I won in the LCQ. I, I was literally one out all night. Like it, it was like top top two. I would finish third. If it was only winner, I would finish second every time. Okay. No, didn't you get like seventh or yeah, I, top ten? I did top ten. I think it was like six or seventh. Yeah. Damn. Whew. Yeah, no. Nah, that would I mean, be a good race. We'll have to make that happen, I think Chambers. Should, if you come down, we should just do a yeah, me versus Chambers on like uh, Ocala short track or something. We can do Ocala TT, really mix it up. <laughs> uh, dude, I'd, I'd really take your lunch money there, dude. I, we got front break. You know what, though? Chambers front breaker? When I saw you, you posted a video, like, last week, and it was you riding, like, some street bike at, um, I think it was Bush Bushnell in Florida, and you were, like, busting out yeah, jumps yeah. on it. I was like, I can oh, get behind yeah, dude, that. Oh, yeah, Ninja 250. That was cool. <laughs> Dude, we're going to start a new series down here. It's going to be uh, like uh, our own fight club, and we're just going to do random shit. I'm in. You know, I love doing <laughs> random shit. <laughs> oh, we, we know. Uh, Chambers, the last time you rode Ocala TT, you were hurting. And I share that video a lot, man. Um, what what led to that? Uh, for, for you guys um, listening – it's the video I share of him laying next to his <laughs> his square body, just with a. I think you had a celery stick in your hand, and Gatorade. <laughs> what, what 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 led to that? On on the scale of one to ten, how how deep in the pain cave were you? Yeah, dude. That so. 
that I had a long night with a couple good friends and you know, all night I'm like, Oh, I'm racing tomorrow. I'm racing tomorrow. And then one thing I do another and I got banged up. So obviously, you know, that morning, dude, it was so bad. When I woke up, it was so bad. I was like, I can't race. Like there's no way, but I just knew if I didn't show up, like I would never hear the end from you. So I'm like, cause you know, you bought the whole, like, you know, the whole setup. I was supposed to be racing this to like, it was, it was important. I, I needed to be there and I, I, I should have bought my, a, my a game, but, um, I, I mean, I showed up that, you know, I, I did show up, so I, I'll, I'll give myself credit for that. And I think I actually did pretty good. So yeah, I'll take it. You know, Hey, Fox is box, man. Was that the day where you were over there throwing your goggles and Corey was like, Hey dude, it's just chill out. You know, what was that the same day, Corey? I don't know, man. I had I some. Don't know. I don't I, I had some days. I think it was. <laughs> You're all I think it was. Pissed well, about your starts I, or something. Yeah, his starts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you goggles? Dude, like, like, You're out partying all night, and then you come here. I pulled a Jason Lawrence. I like. I probably watched a clip of like J Law the night before, and was like, oh, like if he can do it, anyone can. And I learned real quick, like, nah. <laughs> Nah, you were man. like you were like apologizing to me when you showed up i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm like i don't care i, I got awesome video footage now uh i don't know if, if if that was worse or the night you rolled home uh in the morning you didn't even come home that night you rolled home in the morning you walked through the front oh my door God. i'm drinking coffee with my family and uh you have like glitter all over you <laughs> you you stayed over at someone's house, some chick you met, and you had glitter, and yeah, it was, I'm like, bro, go immediately to the shower right now. Don't sit on the furniture. This yeah, I'll, um, the way. that, 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 that night, man, oof, God, God, I remember walking in, just, you had a look <laughs> of just, of just disappointment on your face, and I'm like, damn it, I'm a piece of shit, <laughs> 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 oh man um yeah posh so let's let's move forward a bit a little bit um what's the uh prediction for moto america this year in superbike man there's a lot of rides getting swapped around and bobier's moved on he's been kind of the dominant guy what is uh what is the predictions for the moto america series uh in 2021 uh, man at the moment honestly looking at the superbike class i think heron should have a really good year heron and gagne um, with Bobier leaving, I mean, that, that kind of opens that spot. Bobier was kind of winning everything there and had a, like just a really good setup and stuff like that over at the Yamaha team. And now Heron's kind of coming in there, taking his spot. I think he'll have a really good year. Same thing with Fonger. I think Bobby will have a good year as well. Um, he was really fast at the end of last year. So, uh, those are my two guys in the Superbike class, Bobby Fong and Heron. And then, uh, super sport, it looks like it's probably going to be Richie and Sean there again. Um, so those will be obviously probably the two title contenders, the reigning champion and the, the guy who was second in the points. So, um, should be some more good racing this year in super sport. And then honestly, the other classes, I haven't really been following that much. Got a, got a pull for my dog Gus in the 400 class. Uh, hopefully he gets some results this year. A couple podiums would be nice running at the front. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, how about you? 
Oh man. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm obviously I follow the series a lot. Like I, I really like what they're doing and the riders and the shit like, you know, shit like that. But I, as far as Superbike, yeah, you pretty much said it, man. I mean, I would say Fong and, and Josh, um, I'm curious, man. Like I want to see a motivated Josh Heron this year, man. I want to see, I want to see Josh show up and put the work in and, and just, you know, get it done. Like he's got a good opportunity and I really like Josh. So I, um, I'm anxious to see what he can do, but you put, you know, Josh really talented guy, uh, on a really good bike. And then against Bobby, who Bobby's a hard worker, man, he grinds it out. He's on a good bike. He's, you know, been on it. This is his second year. So I don't know, dude, it'll be good. And then there's other guys as well. Was it Gagne? And, um, yeah, it, you just never know um, who might step up in that class. But, yeah, dude, it's it should be good. I don't, speaking of Junior Cup guys and Super Sport, Dominic Doyle has been training with me, dude. And I don't know if you saw, but he won the Open Novice class yesterday. Yeah, he sent, me a, sent me a Snapchat. He was all stoked. Won the Open Novice it class. Was, he said he was coming for the amateur title. Well, they had him signed up in amateur. And I'm like, I was like, all right, have you ever ridden flat track ever? He's like, no. I'm like, okay. I was like, you should probably ride open novice. And from like the first time out, that was the first time he ever rode a flat track ever. And um, dude, he won. Like it was open novice, but we were pretty hype. I don't know. It was cool. Uh, he's coming for you next. Big event. Yeah. Me, it'll be, uh, we need a road racer class at the uh, Corey Texture Invitational <laughs> next year. On road race bikes? No, no, no. Or On just flat track oh. bikes, but road racers only. Like me, Dom. Or like people that don't race flat track, so Chambers can join. You know, I thought of doing that. Yeah, they Chambers, would talk, talk they would about talk that. About that. A, it should be like an invite would, only class. Like, well, it'd be like anybody that is, yeah, that's like never you're a raced pro in another, or like pro in another discipline, but you can't have ever had a pro license in flat track. So like Ashton wouldn't qualify because Ashton Yates or well, well, I had uh, I had like license, Tony. but I never raced so. Never raced a pro event. I'm a has been. I, I got I got it and never never showed up. Damn, got scared or what? Yeah, I was too many. You know, had me all shook up. <laughs> Honestly, was I scared? No, let me. I will say this: I was fucking terrified to go out there on a half mile. <laughs> Absolutely fucking terrified. I will I will say that. So yes, I was scared. TT, eh, fine, whatever. Anything other than that? Nah, bro. Y'all y'all can go for it i ain't i ain't stepping foot out there how about no, frederick dude I, I love telling the frederick story when oh, he, uh, i take him to his first half mile it's like literally the most scary one like <laughs> it's it's frederick maryland it's it's super narrow uphill downhill like the back straightaway is downhill the front straightaway is uphill and um he put it's like an all-star event like there's some good guys there and he lines up pulls the whole shot um like a big massive holy just just right into turn one i'm standing there because you can't see obviously the whole track it's it's a big it's a half mile coming around here come all the riders you know where's noah i'm like fuck he crashed nope (laughs) there he comes whole shot here at a zero like came around in six and he comes back he's like dude that was terrifying dude i've never started doing some bigger tracks I've never done anything that sketchy in my life. Like that place. And like you said, there were some like pretty good dudes there, you know, but like flat track is just so 
like deceiving because you know you see this you see these guys kids out there that don't even have don't even have visors on their helmets for christ's sake i mean like total squids and i'm like look at this kid like they let him out here and next thing i know like, yeah i agree dude i like, agree with this 100 percent. it hurts your feelings you know yeah a little bit a little bit <laughs> like it humbles you that, up like that's damn. <laughs> yeah like that place me and Corey went a couple weeks ago i was getting passed by some like they didn't look like they'd be very fast and they they showed me pretty quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> it hurts your to be fair man you, you should have made you sh- you could have like if you would have got your shit together you probably could have podiumed the open amateur and he ended up not even making the main event which is a testament to flat track too on how competitive it is like there it's it's so everybody's within like the fastest guy to the slowest guy they're all within a few tenths of a second so if you don't hold shot or hit your marks you can go from again a hero to a zero like for you like i, I thought you had a shot to I, I didn't think you could win i thought chase that off well he was locked in pretty much to win it but i thought you could have podium you actually really surprised me i hate fucking admitted that admitting that but you looked really good on friday and then i i was I was pleasantly surprised to see <laughs> I was bummed and I'm like, ah, it's good for him. Like to, that you, that you didn't do as well as you would have liked, because it's uh it's nice. When, Cause I don't want people to come in and just kick our asses. Like, like Sipes dude, he comes in and just won a couple races. So it's nice to see guys, you know, it's, it's not as easy as it looks, but with that being said, I want to talk about a couple more things, man. We'll let, we'll let you roll, but you're really good on social media, man. You do it really well. And it's something I think a lot of kids in flat track for sure, even the pros in flat track, it's pretty weak. Um, but Moto America, everything, what tips would you give to people on how important social media is with making a, a career in racing? Uh, honestly, for me right now, I think that uh, social media is probably part of the reason why I still have a ride, why I'm still racing. Um, just being able to like, show the value that you bring to a company i mean that's like that's huge and it's not easy to do but uh you can take like 30 minutes of your time every day you don't even need that much time and just like put a little bit of effort into building your social account and and building your presence and you don't have to do anything like fake or like out of the ordinary like for me i just try to be as authentic as i can and like just post what i'm doing that day um and like just letting people in and, and people like to see the behind the scenes stuff and i think that's like I don't know when people are attracted to that and people start following you, it's also easier to, for you to bring funding to the team, which is, uh, I mean, in road racing, like we talked about before, that's like a big part of it. A lot of riders bring funding to the team. So, um, to do that, you kind of have to have a, a decent sized social presence and be able to pull in a couple of sponsors. Yeah. Posh, you definitely, uh, you do a good job with social media. I mean, even from the day, the day I knew that you're constantly posting, you know, content that people like it's not too like i mean i'm you guys know me i'll post anything on there but like it's very you you know you're not like a robot i know some guys are on social media and they might have a lot of followers and stuff but they're they're like robots they don't they just post like they're like ryan dungy or they just like they go by the book but you post like personal stuff like it's like it's you you know you're being real you know what i mean i think people really yeah. like that and i think it yeah, makes dude, a difference, that's a big you know? part of it yeah yeah definitely i mean like people people have to like you for you not for like you trying to fill a spot you know what i mean like i don't know i feel like the more authentic you are 
some people are going to hate it. Yeah, for sure. But other people are going to like it more just because they look at you and like this kid just being himself, having a good time and just riding a dirt bike, like, or road race bike or whatever. Like, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I feel like people like that. No, I would agree. Same, same thing with chambers. It's always like, that's, that's just you. Like what you post is you, you know, yeah. there's no filter. Nah, dude. I mean, I, I've had other people tell me that, like, you know, if, if you ask yourself, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. You're going to have people that hate it, but you're going to have a lot of people that like it, you know? And, and, and I'll tell you right now, for me, at least, um, it's easier just to be myself. You know what I mean? Hey, if you don't like it, whatever, you know, I don't care. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna hurt my feelings. Like I ain't losing no sleep, but you know, you don't have to worry about, Oh, what if I piss this person off or whatever? Like, I'm, you know, but that being said, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the hard part about it too, is like that you have to have a bit of a balance. Like, I mean, most, most riders don't really get too crazy. I don't think anyways, but like you kind of have to have that balance of like what you can and can't say, yeah, like absolutely. you gotta be yourself to a point, you know? Oh, I totally, I totally agree. Don't go overboard. <laughs> yeah. And it's tough too, like trying to thank your sponsors through social media, but not be too commercial. Like there's some riders that like, I'll see a post and it's just cringy how commercial it is. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like an ad. Like it's, it's so like, structured. On, like, you're like, yo, chief, relax. We know you're not, you're sitting there thinking about like, how can I suck up to these people? Like, just be yourself. And like, well, it's got to be organic. And I also hate when riders get like free product from a sponsor and their post just says like, Oh, thank you. You know, motion pro for the swag. And it's just like <laughs> shit laying on the carpet for free. It's like, how are you doing them a favor by telling all your followers, you just got free stuff. Like rather than doing that, like it's, it's so much more organic to say like, Hey, you know, blah, blah. We, you know, we use the motion pro gauge because it's awesome or whatever. Or post like a funny like, video of like using their product, like, like right. something creative, something that's, a little creative. I agree. Yeah, yeah, trying. Totally. At least put in a little yeah. bit of effort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, you're, like I said, you're really good with it. And a lot of people can, um, you know, and, and there's so many excuses to, for riders why they don't want to do it or, or whatever, but um, for Just me, man, it. like recently my sponsors, most of them, they don't even ask me how I do after the weekend or after, yeah, you know, during same. the off season, they just want to know what, what your social numbers are. It's like, it's a different world, man. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Hey, I didn't think like coming on here that I'd be getting so many compliments from Corey tonight, but it's actually kind of nice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you're coming down the train Feels good in a to couple get some weeks, so you'll, yeah, dude, I'm getting all the clout from Corey. I really, I'm, I'm enjoying this podcast. You'll get hammered, trust me. Uh, I don't know if Dominic's told you, but I've been, I've been. You've been you know, on one over there, making fun of everybody. I'm on them, dude. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's, it's all like good, but I'm a. Uh, you ever seen? Yeah, you, you never, definitely have never seen. Have you seen Cobra Kai? It's a Netflix show. Nah, dog, never seen that. Have you seen the Karate Kid? Nah, I never seen that either. Golly, I forget Dude, you guys I'm, are so young. I'm just a little guy. I'm, I'm just, I'm young. Do you know who Bam Margera is? Because I met somebody yeah, the other day. Yeah, oh, I was no. with you. I was with you. Bam Margera? Who was that? Billy. It was Billy. When oh, he edits this, Billy. he's gonna be like, "Damn, they're making fun of me." Yeah, the guy who's <laughs> our new editor of the pod, Billy. He didn't know who Bam Margera was, and I asked a couple other people at the Winter Throwdown. I asked them because I was curious. Um, and they didn't know who Bam was either. Dude. And they're like 20-year-old kid. I Dude, legend that. 
Bam Margera comes in the beer store. Like I've seen him there like at least three times in the past year. And I, and I'll never forget it. This was probably like two years ago. I was at work and I get a call from a friend and he's like, yo, he's like, Bam Margera is having a banger at his house tonight. And I'm like, can we go? He's like, Oh yeah. Open invite. And I can, I'll never forget it. Dude. I went over to Bam's house. There was like, no joke, probably 500 people. And it was just like a free for all. Like the, the stuff that like people like, I mean, burning down trees, like skateboarding on like his like roof. Like, I mean, dude, just like insane stuff. Cause you know, he's, he, he's a local dude, but that's crazy that no one would know him, you know? Yeah. Dude, people don't know. I don't think Posh knew who Blink-182 was dude, until I are started. are you kidding me? I don't think you did, dude. Chief. There's a lot. Did you? I'm pretty sure, bro. Like, road trips, you just, you learn. You, you get cultured, you know? I don't know. There's a lot of kids that don't know, like, that stuff. And to me, it just, it sucks. Because it's like, holy hell, am I that <laughs> old where these kids don't even know the bands that I grew up with? Well, I'm not yeah, even that old. You are getting kind of old. No offense. Yeah. Like yeah, you just cool. you're just losing the losing the, the the trends the current trends you know like a fine wine baby I get better with get age better with age you're more um, like seem like cheese to me more, more like cheese oh okay get better yeah with age. well I guess you'll see when you come down in a couple of weeks when I whoop your ass <laughs> all week um a couple well we usually do a high low line segment I didn't really prepare for it so. I could take a stab at it and just see. Noah, I'll let you think of some too, like this or that, Brandon. You know, pick high or low line. Um, give us a brief explanation on on why that you um, you went with that decision. But the first one I'm going to go with is what would what would be more prestige for you? Winning, um, let's go with a, a Superbike Championship in Moto America, or winning a Moto Three race overseas uh honestly i'd rather win a moto three race overseas just because that would like kind of probably get me into, into the moto two world championship like i don't know I just one race win yeah i mean i think like one race win like chances are if i win one race in, the, in that championship like i would have been at the front in some other races so maybe that, that you can't be, you, know, you can't you, know? you can't assume that or just... i mean yeah I, I, like i don't know i'd rather win a world championship race Everybody's always like, world championship, world championship. So that's always been the goal. No, I can get that. World championship. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of a good question for you, dude. Would you... We're we're playing would you rather right now. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, I I don't know. Come up with another one, Corey. I got to think of something good over here, dude. (laughs) All right, all right. I got one for you. Uh, bigger rival for you, uh, Anthony Maziato or Richie Escalante? Uh, bigger rival for me in the day would probably be Maz. I mean, we we didn't really like each other for a little while, but we're close now. Bigger rival currently would be Richie for sure. Okay, I got I got one more, Noah, while you think of That's it. That's fine, uh, dude. I'm over here struggling, so. What uh, What's your, uh, like, a go-to dessert after dinner, man? Are you getting, like – a hot fudge sundae or are you going with like a brown nah mate tiramisu any anytime i'm in europe dude that's like that's the go-to for sure i mean uh a nice pizza and and some tiramisu holy shit you are bougie as hell dude i I mean it's just yeah i don't know dude it's that's the move i'm telling you you gotta try it you a high class bitch man that's crazy (laughs) um 
all right, so let's let's go with one for this year. Who's winning the Moto America Superbike Championship? Heron or Fong? Heron. I'd just say Heron just because he's a previous Superbike champ. So, I mean, okay. he, he knows what it takes. I mean, Bobby's a good rider too. He's won championships, but I don't know. Just something okay. about Heron on a Yamaha. All righty. Uh, faster on a bicycle. Uh, C-Tex or Posh? Dude, I mean, all right. So, like, if it's uphill – not going to lie, Corey's definitely got me. But if we're talking downhill or flats, I mean, downhill, definitely me, just because I'm, you know, heavier. But yeah, okay, well, that's flats, not fair. Dude, I Corey think doesn't like going fast. close. Dude, Corey doesn't like going fast in general, really. Like going down a hill? <laughs> well, the fun. No. Dude, ma- especially on mountain bikes. What? Well, yeah, that's another thing, too. If we're talking mountain bikes, dude, I got your number all day. Well, the funny thing is, your Florida's flat. So, um, We'll get to see here pretty soon. Uh, Chambers, what do you think? I'll, uh, I'll be telling Corey around Florida pretty soon again. On, that never happened. On a flat? Once. On a flat? On the flats, dude. On the flats. I mean, I don't want to sit here and say that <laughs> you're going to be better than Corey on flats because I'll be honest, I'm, I would like to think that I could bring it to you on flats. I really do. And that might sound crazy, and I could be wrong. <laughs> But, dude, like, I'm I'm ready to like I'm I don't dude I don't know I feel like I'm kind of underrated on the bicycle sometimes you know certain people might give me some clout but you are as a whole I feel like I'm I'm pretty underrated like people people might sleep on me a bit but hey I mean I'll I'll, I'll, I'll die pedaling like out there the like kid. I'm ready <laughs> Nah, dude you just show up unprepared that's why everybody just disrespects to be honest you're probably one of the most in shape guys i've trained with that and it, you would not expect it like um, the old sleeper model. well a lot of it a lot of it's heart man like if you if some guys get mentally like they go into the pain cave and they like give up um chambers will lay in his own puke before he quits that's what we love to see like love to see i just push really hard and look back and noah could be like off the back and continually to go off the back but he will push for like, dude, he'll push for 10 miles, even though he's getting dropped consistently. He just doesn't give up. All or nothing, baby. <laughs> Dog. Uh, Gotta have all right. Well, Brandon, I appreciate you coming on, bro. I uh, I think that's about all I got, man. I could probably talk to you forever about different shit and things like that, but we'll bring you back on and I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you here probably in the next few days or so yeah thanks for the uh thanks for your time boys yeah posture. yeah man talk, catch you later yeah i'll uh i'll see you guys soon we'll be yeah uh, man. We'll, have, we'll have to ride some moto down there razzles too right oh, you cool. it up or what? i mean oh, you, you know whoa, where to find me on a friday mode. night <laughs> <laughs> love it all right bro we'll all chat right. you later take care dude see ya Brandon Posh, Chambers, what a show, what a guy. Yeah, man, I uh, always like talking to Brandon, man. He's a good dude, cool dude, good personality. Uh, never a dull moment with him, that's for sure. Yeah, no, that was good, dude. Yeah, I wanted to tell you, PAX, was, uh, PAX is the local motocross track we go to down in Florida, and it was absolutely packed on Tuesday with flat track racers. It was it was like Michael Locke called in and said, hey, Volusia is, is not the first round. We're just going to all head to PAX. 
um dude it was stacked you would have loved it that's that's what i heard dude i heard it was it was popping off pretty good dicey yeah it was dicey man it was uh jd and carlisle and meet vanderkoy robinson cop trent trent Lowe, ben lau um jared Lowe. i'm trying to think dude it was it was insane i know i'm missing people um golly dude it, it was insane so yeah that was that was pretty crazy and then uh we did um we did Ocala Short Track last night. We're recording it. Uh, this is a, we're on a Sunday right now, but we did Ocala Short Track last night, and Cruzy got to ride his PW on the track for the first time. Did he? So that was pretty rad. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. It was awesome. How did was he doing a full circle? Yeah, he did the full circle. So I uh, was a little nervous because we've only ever, only ever really ridden the PW in the backyard. So he doesn't it's, have much time kinda, on it. Whatever. Nah. But he did good. I was actually yelling for him to slow the hell down because it was kind of scary. He was just full, full grip. So, so that was cool. Got to do that. What's what's the plan for you, man? In the next few weeks, you got you coming down, or, what, or what's what's the, what's the plan with that? Yeah. So, um, I'll be honest with you. I the two bikes that I'm supposed to bring down are in pieces right now. So, I actually, I'm, I'm waiting on the piston and. Basically, a top end kit. Um, it's at Fredericktown Yamaha. Ian has it over there, and it's in stock. He has it. I just have to go get there. But now we got, you know, two feet of snow on the ground. I was going to go today, but um, so hopefully I can get that this week and put that in there. That's the last thing I, I need to do. That bike's good. And then I'm waiting on one gasket for my 450 for a uh, part of the the hydraulic clutch. And once that's back together, then I'm good, man. I don't want to try to keep the try to keep the hours off the 250s because i know they won't last very long so um as soon as these bikes are yeah, together what's man, your come down. what's your plan for the year with racing i don't think we've talked about did we talk i won we talked to you last week you were you yeah were hammered, you guys caught me in uh, rare form pool at the bar <laughs> what's what's your race plans i mean you did the pro nationals last year and got like you said you got your flat track license and we didn't we didn't end up doing any events but What's the uh, the game plan? There's two TTs this year on the uh, flat track schedule. So what's going to hit hit those up or what's the game plan? Uh, man, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it'd be cool to do some TTs. Um, it would. I haven't been riding much, much flat track at all. I kind of I got I got pretty discouraged after last year. Just like nothing kind of really went my way as far as the flat track side of things. So I just kind of like you said, just did some did some outdoor nationals and stuff like that. And then um. I've been riding a lot with, uh, well, this past year, we rode a lot together, me and the uh, DeLong brothers, Andrew and Craig DeLong. And if you guys don't know who they are, um, Andrew is a, well, last year was a factory Honda rider for the GNCC racing, which is pretty much the premier off-road series in the country. And I think in 2014 or 2015, he was like XT2 champ. He's raced like, I don't know what they call it, but basically like, you know, motocross of nations, but the off-road, um, off-road version of that, for like Team USA before. So, you know, well-seasoned, very bad dude. And then his younger brother, Craig, factory Husky rider, just won XT2 championship last year in GNCCs. And, um, I've been riding with them a lot and they kind of like, you know, Hey, you should, you should try some GNCCs. And I did the Florida one last year and I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have a, a bike that was set up, right. I just kind of showed up with, you know my practice moto bike and um so 
my goal this year is to basically do as many of them GNCCs as I can. I'd like to, I don't think I'll be able to do all of them because I'm still going to do probably five or six nationals, but whatever ones don't like interfere with the local East coast nationals. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do them, man. I'm going to do all the, all the GNCCs. So a little change of pace, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I have a bike that's set up for me good and some pretty good guys that, you know, know a thing or two about off-road racing. So should be excited, you know? Yeah, that's rad, dude. Yeah. I've been telling you for your, uh, I th- you know, for months now I'm, I'm excited for you. It should be, should be pretty cool. Um, I actually got a woods bike. I, I ordered a 125 two stroke Yamaha. Cause, uh, like I said earlier, we did that woods race and fucking posh beat me. Um, so I'm trying to step up my, my woods game. So I don't get beat by posh at next year's competitive Turkey scramble. Um, so yeah, we're getting that fired up. I, uh, Wanted to touch upon it before we wrap this up, man, but you had a, you had quite the pitch. Uh, I don't know if you remember, if you listened to last week's show, but when you ended this, your segment, you said, you know, any ladies out there hit me up on Instagram, you know, any cougars <laughs> hit me up. What's, what's the uh, situation like, man? Has anybody hit you up from your interview? Um, how's Tinder life? I mean, how's that all going for you? <laughs> well, honestly, dude, I, I don't even remember <laughs> saying that, but that's kind of embarrassing because I haven't had a single chick hit me up from that. So, <laughs> not no cougars, nothing. So, either they're not listening, or I'm just a four out of ten because I got nothing from that. <laughs> you know, it actually still makes me mad, and I'm just gonna drop it on the pod. The fact that you matched up with my youngest sister. No, 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 no. I didn't match up with her. Up. I didn't match up with her. I tried. I don't know if Keely listened to these, but I like I liked her on it just because it's like, oh shit, there's Keely. I'm, I'm gonna. I might even super like her, but she didn't even like. It. She showed it no mercy, and she just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, I love there, it. No, we didn't. We didn't match or nothing like that. Oh, uh, okay. I got my uh my stories mix match but that's funny yeah love it no it was, i got a good uh, one dude for thanks you. for coming on i got a good one for you before you what's that up. so so you know obviously people, most of you guys probably don't know but a couple of weeks ago i bought this corvette um super random but i got a good deal on it and you know i'm like driving this van all around it's like shoot you know if we can get some some more cool wheels like whatever so i get this corvette and there's this little bar restaurant that, that's in uh, Oxford here that we go to sometimes, like, you know, me and a couple of friends. I think we might have eaten there before, Corey, after uh, bicycling and stuff. So What is it? Um, it's Sawmills, the one that's, like, right on the main strip here. Oh, across the street. Correct. Yep. yep. So, anyway, I just, there's this one chick that works there that, like, dude, for, like, years, you know, we'd be in there, like, I'd be, you know, you know, shooting the shit with her or whatever. Nothing, dude. Like, couldn't even get a follow on Instagram, right? What happens? I buy this Corvette next day. She's, you know, oh, let's hang out, blah, blah, blah. Like, take on one date. Take on one date. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. Ne- never talk to her again. So I-, I-, I dropped the ball on that probably. But but it's just funny, dude. Like, 
<laughs> I get this car, and next thing I know, I got this chick that I've been shooting at for years. Nothing. And she wants to go on a date all of a sudden. Okay. I see how it is. <laughs> so if you're ugly and you got no chance with, a, you know, the chick you like, basically just buy a Corvette and you're in there. Is that what you're saying? I guess so, because, I mean, it, it seemed – I mean, I, at least I got a date out of it. Um, I mean, I'm not going to guarantee a second one for any of you guys that do it, but you can definitely probably get one. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah, well, we uh, – I appreciate you co-hosting, bro. How what, what was your co-hosting experience like? Harder or easier than you thought? Um. I don't know. Brandon's an easy, Brandon's easy dude. Like I, I know Brandon, you know, if you put me on here with someone that I had, I don't know him at all or they're, you know, I mean, Brandon, dude, I can just talk to him. I can just be myself. And and I don't even, I don't know shit about, you know, road racing. I don't, I know nothing. So, um, <laughs> you know, anything that's like, if you gave me someone that I didn't know and they were road racer, I'd have, I'd probably have a hard time. <laughs> I mean, I don't even like the one yeah. question you asked me. You said you named like two racers. It was like a um, one of the last questions you asked him. One of the uh, hot, hot. He was like, the yeah, yeah. Line. It was like I forget what two racers they were, but I don't even know who they are. Like, and they're probably like super famous, extremely talented motorcycle racers. Yeah. Well, you're you're learning as we go. I don't know, um, dude. You know, you got to watch. You gotta buy the uh, you gotta get watch some of the the Moto America races this year, or Moto GP or any of that stuff, dude. It's actually incredible, incredible racing. No, it's I believe stuff it. To watch. I believe it, man. We'll dial you in, man. I'll I'll, I'll get you dialed in on uh, that that stuff so you can you can watch and learn a little bit more. But um, yeah, appreciate you coming on, help me, man. I want to just uh, give a shout out to all the fans for listening and all the support. Um, we still have a few tank slap and tees left. They're on my website at shopcorytexter.com. I don't have many left. Um, I actually think we're sold out in some sizes already, but go on there and grab a tea, show some support. We appreciate it. Um, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Leave us a review. Uh, definitely helps and keeps us going. And uh, I want to quick give our sponsors a quick plug before we go. They make the show happen week in and week out. Um, if you enjoy the show, make sure you send them a message and thank them for their support. Bell Helmets, check out bellhelmets.com. The quality and safety of these helmets is unmatched. If you start tank slapping, you want to be protected by Bell. Moto America, check them out, motoamerica.com. Hit them up on social media and get tickets, man. They're, the schedule's out. See where races are across the country this year and uh, and go support that series and, and check out the action. The road racing stuff, it's so much better to be there live than um, than watching on, on the computer. But if you can't make it live, their live plus packages some of the best coverage I've ever seen from any form of racing. It's incredible. Um, really knowledgeable um, people doing the shows and things like that. Uh, also big shout out to JE Pistons. They are the leading industry manufacturer of quality forge pistons. Check them out at JE Pistons on social media and also check out their website. I use JE Pistons and all my bikes. I've used them for years. So I'm actually really stoked to have them on board with the podcast. It's so much easier to promote sponsors that, um their products that you use or believe in and they're just phenomenal quality pistons and um again jerry stinchfield roof systems of dallas texas keeping the show rolling you know month after month i think we're almost he's been on board for almost a year now so um big supporter of the sport nearly 40 years of experience 
Um, it's actually my, my little guy Cruz is his first sponsor too. Um, so we really appreciate Jerry for, for everything he does for the sport, uh, commercial roof systems.net. Make sure you check them out. Chambers. That's a wrap, bro. I, I ain't got nothing else. Um, I'm in Florida, just riding, training, chilling, waiting for you to come down, dude. So as soon as you, you, uh, you got your shit together, give me a ring and let's, uh, let's get after it. Yeah, man. It won't be long. I'll be down there. Um, weather's been all right up here, but obviously this week it's, uh, really went downhill. So. No job, man. You could build a snowman. I'm dude. I'm, I'm supposed to go out and plow snow tonight, but I don't really feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> long night all right bro well we'll uh we'll chat you soon and uh yeah thanks everybody for listening and uh that's all that's a wrap that's Peace. it